Some of the world's greatest stories are told through song. We tell the stories about those who give us these songs. Not all the songs are great, but God damn do these guys make it interesting. You are now listening to Voluble Radio Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Viable Radio Podcast. I'm your host Mike, and co-hosting with me is Ryan. My name is Jonas, and co-hosting with me is Mike. <laughs> no one asked you. Yeah. No one introduced you. No one fucking asked you. <laughs> and Rich is going to be fact-checking and just kind of steering the ship for us. And yeah, now he's not. Well, he just quit. No, no come back. Come back, Rich. No, he's back. He's, he's like, <laughs> And today we're talking about Weezer. Like, what I find most interesting about Weezer is I feel like they never fit into a genre, really. Like, they came out during grunge, right? Yeah. But, you know, they were like... People say they're the godfathers of emo, kind of. That's what I was going to um, say, too, yeah. I, I kind of feel... Uh, you could trace emo back to the 80s, though, kind of, obviously, because... Like, give an example, like... The Cure, for instance. Oh, true, true, true. So, the, like, yeah, the got like, kind of... Nick Cave and all that mm -hmm, shit, too. So, right. So you couldn't even say that, but I guess the 2000s emo more. Yeah. Like, he, listen to Only in Dreams when he's screaming over, like, not screaming, but smash your toenails into a thousand pieces, mm -hmm. that part. Just the way it's so, <laughs> well, yeah, it's so Sounds 2000s emo. Yeah, that is kind of 2000s emo, yeah. But I, I think that's what's interesting about them. It's like they invented their own genre. If you were to put, like, a story title on the story of Weezer would be like glam metal grunge act goes alt nerd emo pop rock <laughs> right like, yeah something like that like because they were too slow to be punk even though they kind of had more of like a power chords kind of punk yeah. thing right yeah they like were post hardcore kind of slowed down right but like, not heavy it was it, very weird yeah they they kind of, if if there were a band that they could be compared to would probably be like a pop version of the Pixies, maybe. Like they were doing what, yeah. Like Kurt Cobain was doing Pixies, but he was doing it grunge. But the thing with Weezer, they were like too clean to be grunge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like your first introduction to Weezer is that. I mean, for for me, the first introduction to Weezer is the Buddy Holly video. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I can absolutely remember being a little kid. And they had the hype leading up to the video. <laughs> and I remember my old man, like, getting all excited because he's like, Mikey, it's going to be happy days, you know? <laughs> it's going to be happy days again, Mike, like, yeah. before you were here. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I do remember the big hype about Weezer, which is really interesting because they did kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, it was kind of not an overnight success, but uh, what was it like two years into the band and they're signed with fucking Geffen? Yeah, yeah. I when we I was looking over the show notes and I saw that you put that down in the notes. I, I was like, I don't even know. Like they just kind of get signed. It doesn't really. <laughs> yeah, yeah I tried a couple to look shows for myself. And and yeah, they're just in. They the stay industry. in L.A. They don't go tour or nothing. So I was thinking, like, what is it about Weezer that makes them so popular? You know, now or then just in general, because they do have a rabid fan base after yeah. researching this. Their fans are crazy about they know uh, there's a website that I got a lot of research from 
Weezerpedia.com. Oh, yeah. That's a shout absolutely, out. Absolutely, yep. And so it's just fans' accounts of Weezer. Mm hmm. Like, so this fan base is, is like rabid, but it's also really broad, I found, too. That's not just one type of. Like, I used to think of Weezer as just like the nerdy. Like the kid that's studying for his physics test, and he's like, I need to put on rock and roll. Let's throw on some Weezer, maybe. <laughs> that's what I feel it turned into. Yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah. It's just interesting to see the, the different types of people that love the, love this band. And the band itself. And I feel, though, they're always just trying to have a 13-year-old girl fan base, almost. Kind of. Whatever the music is for 13-year-old girls at that time is what they're kind of doing. Gotcha, yeah. Because I was around that age of 13 when, you know, I was listening to Weezer, so maybe that had influence to do with it, too. And then once I was not 13 anymore, it was just not for me. So maybe it's like an age thing. So if you were 13 in 2005, you probably loved Beverly Hills and all that mm -hmm. shit. And then if you're 13 and... 2009, maybe you like that god-awful fucking Lil Wayne song they did, Can't Stop <laughs> maybe, Partying, which maybe. is the worst fucking shit. They're like the alt-rock Flint Biscuit kind yeah. of. Oh, no, they have no, too no, longevity. No. Yeah. Too much. And people do, yeah, really still love them, even from Even the... if you didn't like them, they, they at least have one or two great songs on each album, I feel. Mm -hmm. Um... But they then, all the other eight tracks are just nonsense. Garbage, yeah. But there is, like, two at least... Good tracks on every album, I'd say at least. Yeah, I I listened to their whole collection. I knew a lot about uh, the blue album. I had the blue album. I had Pinkerton. When Everything I was else, you was kind of just you yeah, never owned it. And yeah, just I know never, the singles. When, when the green album came out, I think we were just going into high school. Maybe we were junior. We were sophomores. Sophomores. End of okay. sophomore year. So yeah, I remember when that album came out and liking Hashpipe, but not getting the album because, you know. And then going back and listening to the song Hashpipe now, I'm like, oh, God, this song's terrible. I like it. I Do really you? like Hashpipe still. Yeah. That album, that's one of the couple songs I think held up. Because when you listen to – and my personal favorite album, I think, is Pinkerton. Uh, yeah, you're saying that. Um, I think mine might be Blue. Might be Blue? Yeah. True Blue. True Blue. Yeah. It's uh, less soft. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Cause well, butterfly is what I'm thinking mostly on uh, that and mm -hmm. the uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just thought Pinkerton was more true to who he was as an artist, like Rivers Cuomo. I could see that, and that was, and we're going to go over the timeline, and I guess we'll, we'll delve. Yeah, because Pinkerton almost didn't happen if he had his way originally. Yeah. That's crazy, because it doesn't seem like the record label really had a lot of confidence in this band. They just kind of... Yeah, you know? but it, they got signed to Geffen. That's a big company. That was the same one Nirvana yeah. was on. So. Meaning that they didn't have... Uh, sorry, what I meant to say I is... I just mean, yeah, they didn't seem like they... Had confidence in their vision. Of yeah, yeah. Yeah, because originally, uh, yeah, he wanted to produce the album, but they were like, mm -hmm. nah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and just to speak of their videos, their videos in general, always just fucking wacky and stupid. Whether it's the Fonzie doing the fucking Russian dance <laughs> with Weezer playing the back. I watched that Buddy Holly video uh, today. Continuity. Oh, it's so good, dude. I still go back and I watch that. I'm like, I watch it, but good. I can't stand how everyone's clothes change from scene to scene because it's oh, all the true. episodes. I, yeah. I always, I that always that bothered me, but I loved it. But uh, mm. And yeah. then that backwards scene of Fonzie when they obviously oh, are so him bad. Yeah, is yeah. so badly blue-screened, green-screened. It's still so great when uh, the bass player turns to Al at the end. Not so like, good, Al. Not so good, he says. <laughs> Hell yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. 
but uh, it, just their videos in general are just always something so over the top. And yeah, they yeah still try to do that. I think just to speak on how popular of a band they are, sold nine point two million albums in just the U.S. and then seventeen million worldwide. That's fucked. I wish we got like statistics down to how many of each though, because I'm sure. How many do you think are the blue album out of that? Um, out of the seventeen million worldwide, probably ten. <laughs> I don't know. Pinkerton, I'd say is five, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because no people, I don't know. Pinkerton. Everyone says they love Pinkerton and stuff, but mm. uh, is it as big as? Name me three songs off of Pinkerton. Do it now. <laughs> Get you. Tired of Sex, Ooh. El Scorcho, nice. Pink Triangle. Pink Triangle is the best song on that album. I you think. think that? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, El Scorcho, I really love. Uh, Tired of Sex. That's a good me. one, too, yeah. I don't know, but... Oh, wow. Blue was only three million of that, so 2009, say at least four. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. So, yeah, so, I mean, that goes to show you people like their whole collection, which I find to be mind-boggling Yeah, as that well. doesn't. Cause they Although s- I do own every album. Do you? Yeah. Uh, up until White, I don't uh, Would you have consider yourself a fan? White or... I'm just considering myself an addict of <laughs> <laughs> owning okay. garbage CDs, apparently. Um, it's like you said once, you're about uh, quantity. Right. Uh, you're about quality. Where I'm about quantity. Yeah, right, right. So you only buy CDs that you want and will listen to, and I buy. We talk about this a lot. Fucking where, everything. Where you're like, I'm just gonna. We'll we'll talk about a show, and you'll be like, I'm gonna hate watch the fuck out of this show. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have time to watch the shit that I want to watch. I'm hate fuck this show. <laughs> I don't like enough stuff <laughs> right. to watch stuff. I just hate more than I do like. So why not hate watch stuff and feel something? All right, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Rather feel hate than feel nothing. Right? You know? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's boring the other way. That's why at least I'm getting riled up and doing something. <laughs> Motivating myself to watch another awful episode of, <laughs> of Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so not only did they sell 17 million, they also have 11 studio albums, which is pretty impressive. Anybody, I mean, you stay with a band and you put out 11 albums. Yeah, and that's impressive. over 20... Five years now, about. Has it been that? Yeah, 94. 94. Right now it's end of 2017. Yeah, wow. Yeah, they actually just released an album. Jessica, uh, yeah, in yeah, October. Yeah, at the time of this recording, yeah. Uh, maybe like two, three weeks ago, yeah. Um, Pacific Daydreams? Yeah, Pacific Daydream, yeah. Uh, I yeah. listened to that album. Mm-hmm. But I guess the story really starts with Rivers Cuomo. Like we were saying, he's Weezer. Yeah. Right? Like, he is Weezer. So, Rivers was born uh, June 13th, 1970 in Manhattan. So, his father was a jazz drummer, and I guess his mother was some kind of hippie person. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would say hippie, but uh, it gets more than hippie. Mm. They're full-blown in a uh, some kind of, like, camp. Like, what is it? Like, it's a... Uh... Yeah, yeah some kind of commune. Ashram. An ashram. I, yeah, so I had to look that up, and it said it was some kind of <laughs> something or other. So yeah, so his mom was like, his dad just seemed like a musician. I mean, if he's doing jazz, he's probably like a beatniky kind of guy. <laughs> I'm just going to take a guess, yeah. stab in the dark here. And you know, the mom's like, and the thing like, is, if it's 1970, he's real lame with the beatnikness. Yeah, so he's yeah, like, I know it's like <laughs> real late to that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, Cher- uh, Jack Kerouac was cool like 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, nerd, nerd. 
So, yeah, uh, so mom's such a hippie that she names <laughs> Rivers Rivers and then names his little brother Leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Leaves. Uh, did they say anything about the sisters Rock and Dirt? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. I think that's going to be for our Earth, Wind, and Fire episode. <laughs> um. Yeah, do you know why he's named Rivers? Uh, why is that? Because he was born in between on the Hudson River, like Moses. Literally off uh -huh. the Hudson and River. And then his mom sent him down the stream like Moses. Mm -hmm. and, it, and his dad was waiting at the, <laughs> the stream, by the way. You mean, yeah, the Hudson Stream. <laughs> yeah, it streams from uh, Camp Crystal Lake, right? That's how, yeah, yeah. That's how Jason <laughs> killed all those kids that time. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so his mom is a hippie kind of gal, and <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Rivers was born uh, with his left leg two inches shorter than his right leg. Makes sense for a nerd like that. <laughs> yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> so he was kind of the champion of nerd rock, so I'm like... Did he get it fixed? I think he got it fixed at some point. On he, the he Letterman? Does. Yeah. Did they say anything about the timeline? Because on Letterman, mm -hmm. um, I remember they showed him um, all throughout the beginning of the episode, Letterman was talking about Weezer. Ooh, they sound scary. Something like that. He was saying how. And then when he came back from the break, I think he said something like, I just saw the picture of him. I'm not scared of them anymore. <laughs> uh, this is the album. And he introduced them. That's pretty good. And... um. River, Rivers was uh, not moving his leg, mm. and he had these really big Django-looking pants on, and he wasn't Ooh. moving at all, so it looked really weird to see his body with these huge pants. Oh, that's funny. And maybe he got it fixed then or something. I didn't look that up, but once you just said that, yeah, reminded me. Yeah, he does eventually get corrective surgery, so his parents split up. I guess they're living in New York, like as a hit. Uh, Rivers leaves <laughs> mom and dad, <laughs> and uh, mom and dad split up. And As the uh, parents of Rivers and Leaves would do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, so mom re mom remarries, and she uh, she takes a uh, uh, big surprise here. She takes Rivers and leaves to. And where does she leave to? <laughs> she leaves to Connecticut, <laughs> and they left baby Leaves. But oh, Leaves too. <laughs> to. <clears throat> so they take. So she takes the two kids. And they moved to this ashram in Connecticut. And I find this so funny because the ashram, and it's like like a spiritual monastery thing for like Hindu really, uh, religion, I think. Yeah. Something like that. I'm guessing if she's like hippy-dippy like this and she's into no, – no, no offense to hippy-dippy people, but the chakra thing and all that. So, yeah, she's doing the George Harrison taking the kid to some Indian culture thing. Oh, typical. Yeah. Pretty bad. <laughs> typical yuppie scum. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. But what's funny about the ashram is it's named Yogaville. So it's just like monastery, and it's supposed to be all ancient and stuff, but it sounds like an <laughs> app that you get on your phone. You didn't plant enough crops in my Yogaville. Yeah. Why didn't you respond to my Yogaville request? <laughs> so she's living in uh, – so they're in Yoga y Yogaville. <laughs> Yoga, yeah. And in Yogaville – This is in Connecticut? Yeah, this is Connecticut. The way the impression I got of Yogaville, it's kind of like that island in the uh, sun. <laughs> the island in the sun, also known as uh, what, a dirty dancing, <laughs> where there's like no one. What is it? No music's allowed on the. No, that's in Footloose. Footloose. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's it's like they're not allowed to have rock music at this Ooh. thing. Ooh. So all day long you're just rocking out to guys like. Home. 
Oh, he's listening to that last track on Korn's first album. (laughs) (laughs) So somebody sneaks in Rock and Roll Over by Kiss, which is my favorite Kiss album. I'm like, ooh, I like Mm. that. And from there, it's love at first sight. So he absolutely loves Kiss. Before he even one. hears them, obviously. He just, yeah. <laughs> you see Kiss and you're like, oh, that's cool. You hear him. You're like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's cool. I was going to say, when you're so used to just seeing the same Yogi stuff all day, and <laughs> you look at Destro- or, uh, Rock and Roll Over, you're like, oh, my Lord, you know? So because he gets this Kiss record, he starts to, uh, I guess he starts playing music now. And it. It's hard to find a lot on Rivers, like how he started playing guitar and stuff. Yeah, if you're not allowed to have music and shit, how are you going to... I don't know if you're not allowed to have music. Like, I'm kind of like breaking chops a little bit. I think it's more like a thing where... Well, could you stop breaking chops? so hard and give the facts. (laughs) (laughs) Big news. Big chops. Yeah. So, I guess... uh, Yeah, so then uh, he starts a band. And... Is that Monterey Jack? Is that a band he was in? <laughs> yeah, it was the metal band he was in. Is this metal yet? Well, he starts... So basically, Rivers, he's into Kiss now, and he starts this band... Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, I think it's Monterey Jack was his first band. His first band was called Fury. Oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> which features um, Leaves Cuomo on, on lead <laughs> oh, guitar. Oh, shit. Yeah. Lead guitar, damn. Yeah, he was playing leave guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> King of the puns. In in high school, he changed his name to Peter Kitts. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds like Peter Chris. And that, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you mentioned that to me before the show. I'm like, that's probably what it is. But it, it's it's also, I guess, a stepfather's last yeah. name, right? So then, so then, I guess it's after high school. He gets in this glam rock band. Avant-garde? God damn it. When is Monterey Jack coming in? I don't have Monterey Jack in the notes. Oh, I may be making that up. <laughs> okay, well, that's... No, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so, he, after high school, he's in this glam metal band and, called Avant-garde. And now, is he singing or just uh, guitaring? He's just playing... He's just guitaring. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's just guitaring. Uh, and Typical. I think he's singing backing vocals. Right. So, uh, I heard some of Avant-garde's... I guess it's their demo, and it kind of sounds like Kiss mixed with Iron Maiden. All right, high and, high vocals though. Yeah, kind of that like Iron Maiden high high vocal kind of thing. But I didn't realize he this dude could fucking shred, man. Yeah, he uh, this uh, he was killing it in the video I was watching. I was like, holy goddamn! He sings about it in uh, on Red Album two thousand eight um, in Heart Songs. He says something like a uh, oh, fuck. Quiet Riot taught me how to shred. Oh, I do know that. Some about yeah. Slayer. Mm-hmm. Some other bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he was a big metal guy. Like, yeah. So, avant garde. I guess they get kind of popular, and and they moved to L.A. in '89. Oh, right when it's ending. <laughs> and exactly. So they move out there, and then they change their name to Zoom, Ooh. and then they break up. Good. <laughs> Last thing we need. Band named Zoom for fuck's sakes. You on that Zoom show? Yeah. Or they have like a no, thing. no one is. Yeah, a Zoom, a Zoom, Zoom. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Zumba and Timon over here. Doing my Art Carney impression. <laughs> uh, zoom, Zoom, Zoom with the. <laughs> Art, no idea. Art Carney, no. Uh, Lost us. Yeah. Young kids today, you know. Ninety-one. 
so okay, so ninety one, the band is broken up, and Cuomo is he's like, I already moved out to L.A. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm gonna make it. So what he does is he starts to write fifty songs for a future project. All right. So he's just gonna figure out. Nah, you know, I'll figure. I'll write the songs now. I'll find the ba- band to play behind me. So most of the material that he's writing at this point, a lot of it <clears throat> ends up on Weezer's debut album. And he's also working at Tower Records, which I think is kind of funny. I just picture the movie Empire Records, and it's him in it. You know? <laughs> oh God, who would who would he be? Ah, uh, the already one glue in the uh, quarters yeah, probably, to the floor. Probably, yeah, because Cuomo. Does, I say more of a Lucas. He's, he's really introverted too. Yeah. So like him working in a record store makes sense. He's getting a lot of. I think he said he got a lot of like pop sensibility from working there because he yeah. listened to everything. Yeah, because they play pop shit on the radio. Because at this point he's singing. So they're listening to like Nirvana and shit, probably. Probably, yeah. Nirvana. In that uh, Heart songs, he's like back uh, back in '91. I wasn't having any fun till my roommate said, "Come on and put a brand new record on." Mm. It had a baby on it. He was naked on it. Uh-huh. Then it broke the chains into my punk rock world or some bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> That's the worst. I forget that. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. But you had me at that. And, oh boy, you boy. Heart songs. So while he's at Tower Records, he and... he has to save the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to close the Tower Records. So he now. starts this band called Weezer, and it's really <laughs> just a fundraiser, guys. You were had. <laughs> Stupefied. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> Weezer's trying to save money to save, uh, raise money to save Tower Records. <laughs> they're not doing. They uh, didn't they fail? Isn't Tower under? I mean, everything did eventually once the internet. Because of Weezer. <laughs> yeah, Weezer. Weezer missed the mark by. There is a story I'll get to mm-hmm. about Weezer and st- record stores going under. Okay. That kind of changed everything for me. All right. Weezer. Okay. Okay. So while he's working at the record store, he is in a band called Fuzz. Yeah. Fuzz and Zoom? What a turd. <laughs> he likes Z's. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking does. Yeah. And with his, you could tell because with his latest album, it's all Z's. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real fucking... Yeah. That was a stretch. <laughs> um, but, while, but while he's working at tower record i mean he, while he's playing with pat finn in the band fuzz uh he's also a roadie for the band king size rich can could you uh google king size i don't know anything about them i do you even know that band no i've never heard of them i'm, I'm guessing i'm guessing they're no one they're no one metal yeah. band maybe we're gonna find out like it was like frank zappa's other band or something like that <laughs> yeah in 91 in 91 uh, yeah so yeah so finn and cuomo yeah, they're not. Yeah, no. Yeah, you yeah. had to go to their SoundCloud page. <laughs> Rich try to Rich just try to pull up uh, King Size's MySpace, and, and he got angry because it had six thousand views. Yet this has I don't know thirteen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> so Finn ends up introducing Cuomo to a local guitarist, Jason Cropper, Crapper, if you will, and. Matt Sharp, mm. right? He's the bassist. Yeah, Matt Sharp. Oh, and also Pat Wilson. So it's Pat oh, Wilson and Matt, and Matt Sharp and... Jason Crapper. And Jason Crapper, yeah. Oh, jeez. Poor Jason Crapper. Uh, so <laughs> they uh, they reform Fuzz, 
and they named the band 60 Wrong Sausages. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> that's a rough name, man. I wonder how they came up with that name. Um, that sounds like it would be Pat. He's kind of the goofball. Oh, well, and that Pat. sounds like a Pat. <laughs> Goofy Ooh. Pat. He's is Pat's the one that gets tied up by uh, Miss Piggy yep. in the video, right? Pat's the goofy one. Mm, he's wacky. Mm-hmm. You got a. <laughs> oh, I was waiting on that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm like it was either Pat or maybe I was thinking like Cuomo. You know, he's Italian. Maybe he got sent out to get the sweet sausages and he got the spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was Indian. <laughs> Living on that a- a- Asian. I just, Ashram. oh, Rivers, Cuomo. I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds right to me. He doesn't look, wouldn't it be great if he was like greaser at home kind of guy? But he changed his name back to Rivers from Chris. We forgot that. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's not. Um, what, like after high school? Like, yeah. Oh, he changed his name to Chris. Well, I mean, uh, Kit, Kites, Kits. Kits. I was thinking Peter Chris. Oh, Peter gotcha, Kites gotcha. or Kits or whatever. Yeah, so now he's like. Rivers Cuomo. Uh, yeah. He's DDS. So 60 Wrong Sausages, they play one show and they and they break up. As they should. As they probably should. So then Cuomo, Wilson, Sharp, and Cropper, they start a new band called Weezer. Oh! And I get it real quick, 60 Wrong Sausages, I listened to some of their songs too. <laughs> and it was basically Weezer? So this is, this is why I said glam grunge metal, right? Because yeah. they kind of sound grunge metal. All right. They kind of sound like... The fuck's the band? Uh, Tad? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. They... No, no. They sound like... Uh... Grunge metal, did you say? Yeah. Oh, I just I can't believe I just lost my train of thought. Alice in Chains? What are you trying to go with? No, Sound no, no. Garden? What's... what's the... Navarro was in... Uh, Jane's Addiction. Alice in Ch- oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they sound... <laughs> I Alice in Chains. So they kind of sound <laughs> like Jane's Addiction, but more metal. All right. Yeah, so uh, they were kind of cool. So it's interesting. He goes from, like, glam, then he goes into metal... So he goes like Kiss, Iron Maiden, and now he's like into the 90s, so he's doing the 90s. Whatever's popular. Yeah, whatever's popular. Whatever's right? cool, Rivers. Whatever 13-year-old girl's like, <laughs> you fucking creep. So, Which may have to do with your uh, celebrity at the end. Oh, you got to fill me in on that. I don't have that. No, I mean the uh, who'd blame oh, in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe we have something different. Ooh. So 92 Weezer's officially a band. Uh, so basically it's Rivers Cuomo and lead vocals and guitar. He plays lead guitar, which I didn't know until I did the research. Yeah. I, when I was watching him shred that metal band, I was like, God damn, the dude is really talented. Yeah, so he's singing and fucking doing lead guitar. Yeah. As always, whenever I see that, I'm like, God damn. That yeah, is, really impressive. Really is. impressive. And then we have Patrick Wilson on drums, Matt Sharp on bass, and high pitch backing vocals. <laughs> <laughs> and... Bye-bye. Yeah. He had great harmony, that guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was really good. And Jason Cropper playing rhythm guitar. And their first show is in West L.A., and the set included Undone, The World Has Turned and Left Me Here, I Can't Forget the Way, and Only in Dreams. Ooh. So really early on, they already have these really cool. Hell yeah. I think those are some of the more popular songs off that album too, yeah they were know? living together at this point too they all oh that's right yeah what was it they were living in a garage in a house oh uh, yeah in a house they all had and uh, that's when they were recording a lot of the demos there's uh kitchen demos out there mm-hmm. that, like you can get uh you gotta like download or whatever for free and shit yeah so it's like it's just a or they're actually on the blue uh re-release the mm-hmm. uh 10 year anniversary or whatever the fuck it was right the deluxe version 
so it's like all these Weezer is basically just a bunch of different dudes that come from a bunch of different areas in the country to come to L.A. and make it, and then they form Weezer. Yeah. So they're kind of like the monkeys in a sense, maybe. Like, not the monkeys, because they could actually play their music and play and and write songs and shit, but I I guess the monkeys claim they could do that, too. (laughs) Hold for it. We don't get sued by the monkeys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, it's just funny because it's, it's just a bunch of dudes come out to L.A. to make it, and they're all living in a house together and doing it. So it's like, yeah, if you're out there and you're just going to go do the L.A. thing, just go do it and find some people networking, you know? Yeah. That's really interesting. So it's like it's like Rivers went to where the music is, Tower Records. He found dudes to form a band, and then from that point, he gets famous because only because, really, from my estimation, is he's living in Los Angeles. Is why they got signed? Yeah. Well, yeah. They're where everything was going on. Well, yeah, that's what a band should do is go to New York or L.A., LA basically. Yeah. But, they, you know, he's from Connecticut. New York's not that far from him, you know? Yeah. You know? So the band gets popular enough pretty much in Los Angeles area where they start opening up for Keanu Reeves' band. <laughs> Doug <laughs> Star. <laughs> I got one of their CDs at uh, you could do Goodwill. a Keanu impression. Yo, Rivers. Yeah, you're right. I can't. <laughs> Whoa, Rivers. It's a bow date. Ah. You have a stupid name, too. <laughs> Want to hang out? <laughs> My last name sounds like your brother's first name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um... Take the blue album if you want to have a good time. Oh, yeah, right. Take the white album if you want to have a bad time. Yeah, or the red album. <laughs> The Red Album. Hey, the Red Album's good. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, yeah, they, uh, so, you know, they ride the Keanu Reeves popularity <laughs> train, and uh, they get signed to Geffen Records in 93. And I guess originally they wanted to produce the the record themselves, but the label was like, nah. 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 I don't nice. think so, weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something about his gimpy leg. Gimpy. I'm definitely, any joke, I, I got to just let Deal it with the gimpy leg? <laughs> yeah, right. Cliff, Tony, Pony Bob. So they get signed to Geffen Records. They want to self-produce the thing themselves, but the label... Turns them down. They're like, no, I don't think so. And they get Rick nah. Ocasek from the cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ricky. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah. I mean, makes sense, though, kind of. Mm-hmm. Later on in the career, you could they, you could hear the cars a lot on, like, Make Believe. Right. That, like, it's very synthy. synth-poppy yep. kind of thing. You know, I always think of Eddie Trunk just hating on the cars because... Uh, They're not rock and roll. Why are they in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, right. Black right. Sabbath has never been considered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, come on, dude. Give the cars a give the cars a break. They had that cool fucking what was this on that? Yeah, I, I only know it from the car commercial now, which is really fucking. I need sad. to know it from. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's so, how I get all my music now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From the car commercial. <laughs> so Rick Ocasek. Uh, from the cars brings uh, Weezer out to New York City, and they record at. Okay, from the car commercial. <laughs> from the car commercial, 
uh, and they bring them out to New York City to record their debut album. I think they record at Electric Lady Studios. Yeah, owned yeah. by uh, what was it? Uh, owned by Hendrix, or at least recorded. Started by Hendrix, or recorded. Like yeah, some, Hendrix had some bullshit to do with it. With, yeah. We'll let you know on the Hendrix episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Stay tuned. So something happens in New York, and the guys they look at Cropper and they go, "Nah, man, you're out." <laughs> yeah, I think he was. Uh, his wife was having a kid. Is that what? And they kind of like, "No, nah, you need to go be a dad." Is that really like, what no, it was? Kind of being like, no, 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 you need to go be a dad. <laughs> no, you Your name sounds too much like crapper. We need you out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they make him sign a strict confidentiality agreement, and this bans him from talking about his involvement with the band. Yeah, what the hell? They're then kind of, uh, They're kind of like, Cropper, you play your cards right, you get 60 right sausages, <laughs> if you know what I mean. That sounds like, yeah, he was uh, talking, he was probably just starting shit with Rivers. Yeah. I could see, maybe. Right. I yeah. should be playing lead. Who sings and plays lead? Let me do the lead. No, I would do better lead. Come on. I, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know the guy, but if I were to speculate, I'm sure his nickname right. around the band members was Crapper. Mm. So there's no way they didn't hate him. So Crapper worked on all the parts. Uh, he did all the rhythm work on the album. Uh, I heard Cuomo. Yeah, I heard Cuomo's re-recorded all of it. So what they did, yeah, pulled exactly. a Billy Corgan, as we call it in the industry. Ooh. You'll hear about it someday, kid. <laughs> yeah, Stick right. with me. <laughs> oh shit. So Rivers just kind of is like, "Nah, man, you're out of the band, and I'm going to do all your parts now for the album." And you can't tell anyone you were ever in this band. And you can't tell exactly right. So then. Yeah, they pick up Brian Bell. They, I don't know. I can't really find anything about Brian Bell, like how he met them or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. He just was it just there. Seems like the studio kind of put it together. Probably yeah. they found somebody. Maybe the studio even said about Cropper, like, "Hey, this guy's not the right look for the band" or something. Maybe you know. Uh, so then, '94. I wonder if he was a ginger or something. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I, mean, I just look weird you, on the album cover. Uh, Google Jason Cropper. So yeah, just Google what this uh, ginger looks like. Mm. How much you how much you betting on uh, him being a ginge? I'll bet you twenty ginger cents. Twenty ginge. <laughs> twenty gingivitis teeth. I'll raise you twenty. No, I got nothing. Oh, you would have fit right in with Weezer. He was a high school science teacher. Hmm. It looked like. Oh, yeah, he does look like, yeah, he looks like he would have fit right in with Weezer. Yeah, he actually looks like their bassist now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scott Schreiner. So it wasn't a look thing. I guess he was just difficult to work with. Oh, yeah, he does kind of look like uh, Oh, Scott yeah, Schreiner. he does. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. So they released the Blue album, which is their first self-titled. I, I don't know why they keep going back to the self-titled Weezer. Um, yeah, there's actually a... Uh... A thing with those. Um, okay, so what's the, what's the deal with it? Because they start with blue. Nineteen ninety four is blue. Got it. Two thousand and one is green. Got it. Then seven years later, it's red. It's red. And then they seven years later, white album. White. Uh, Every seven years, it's an album color. Oh, gotcha. So that's the only thing that I know about that. Oh, that's, so that's kind of cool though. Two thousand twenty three, right. we could wait and. Maybe a good one. Black album, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Although he said he was going to name this new one, Pacific uh, Daydream, the black album at first. Yeah. And uh, But then didn't. And I was like, oh, that would have fucked up the seven-year thing. Yeah, Dope. exactly. You, you fucking idiot. You stupid asshole. So Rivers, yeah, he, at this point in the band, too, so the Blue album just came, came out. 
Uh, Rivers, he's got that like kind of like a mop top kind of look. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got. And it, mm, yeah, sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say that he looks kind of grungy. You know, like he's got that like '90s kind of look to him. Yeah, know? yeah. He's got like a bowl kind of. Yeah, he's got like a bowl hair. An overgrown bowl, but not Dutch boyish. No, <laughs> just it's a cool bowl. Bowl, but cool bowl. Yeah, he's got a cool bowl haircut. Um, yeah, and the album sold like quick. Yes, yeah, so it was Blue like album an immediate blows success. Blows up immediately. So this is '94. They drop it May 10th, and it, the Blue album is platinum huge. by the end of the year. Yeah, and I think it has to do with you know the Spike Jones videos. Mm-hmm. So you know, Spike Jones did the Buddy Holly video that we were just talking about, and he also did the video for Sweater Song. And it's funny because the band specifically asked that <laughs> the video has nothing to do with sweaters, <laughs> but they send them like 20 treatments of all these different sweaters. And I think one of the treatments was all the band members in one giant sweater. <laughs> I can see that. So tacky. So what they do is they ditch the whole sweater thing and they get a bunch of dogs to run through their videos or performing. That video is awesome because it starts off. It's cute. In the Well, not that part. It starts off awesome. And it's um, a backstage area, and it's going through the backstage, and, so and the door down, opens, and upside down, down, and it flips right up, and they film that by hanging everything upside down. Mm. And that oh, was that is cool. all, they were all hanging there, all the guys and everything. That's so cool. that's how that was done. Oh. How did they get the dogs to run on the ceiling? <laughs> no, they didn't run on the ceiling. Chris <laughs> <laughs> said green screen. <laughs> they were on kind of a green screen thing. White screen. Oh. But yeah, that uh, uh, that December, I uh, of nineteen ninety four when that mm. was released, right when it was going platinum, basically, mm. I got my first two CDs, mm. um, which was Blue Album, right, for my tenth birthday, Blue Album, and Nevermind. Mm, both bluish albums. Mm-hmm. Both have babies on the cover. Rivers, a fucking baby. Yeah. You look, they, I mean, yeah, you're saying because they look young? Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Also, funny thing about that sweater song video is, uh, I guess the dog shit on the drum pedal at one point <laughs> in the video. <laughs> Which I'm like, oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, that song had just TV uh, things in the beginning of it. It was just, um, like, taken off of the TV but they couldn't clear any of the rights to it, so last minute they just had... Oh, it was uh, like a cut-together video thing? Yeah, like it had different uh, audio playing from different stuff instead of the two guys talking, and then in the second verse, the two the guy and the girl talking. Mm-hmm. Um, it was they just their friend. I don't know if it was Carl or Michael and Carly or who they were, but... <laughs> I have no idea who any of those people are. They're, uh, Carl is the guy who runs the Weezer. He's like their... Oh, got it. He runs everything Weezer. He's almost like a member, and then... Uh, was it uh, Michael and Carly? I think was their name. They were like the two people oh, who started like Weezer's fan club. Or something? Yeah, in a car crash. And they, yeah. yeah, that is. Uh, and they had a song about them and everything yeah. before they even died and everything. I think with with those two, they also like put them on uh, you know the album thank yous as tributes. Yeah, they were like uh, big parts of it. Yeah. and Carl in it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it goes to show you how rabid that fan base really was. They like. I don't know. It's just they died following Weezer on tour. Yeah, in a car accident. Yeah, yeah that is fucking crazy, man. Really think about it. I just poured my forty out for <laughs> for, for, for them. Yeah. Good. Well, just one of them. You decide which one did me wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. 
yeah, so then they do the video for Buddy Holly, and yeah, that song just blows them the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I was thinking just just listening to that song recently. That guitar lead is one of the most '90s iconoclastic. Oh, that solo! Yeah, that I love that. So good, man. Best. I oh, dude, I'll never never forget that solo as long mm-hmm. as I live, dude. So fucking good. So yeah, and then everybody goes crazy over that video with the Fonzie. Mm-hmm. That's and, where we saw them first. Yeah, and it's because they do that Happy Days music video that I guess River starts to freak out a little bit. Cause he's he doesn't want to be known as like a joke band. Yeah, he looks because yeah, the exactly. sweater song's kind of goofyish, and now mm-hmm. this is goofy. So he's thinking he doesn't want to be gimmicky. Yeah, Bloodhound Gang wasn't big yet, so he wasn't considering them. But kind of he didn't want to be a Bloodhound Gang <laughs> before Bloodhound Gang. Although they were around, but they just weren't signed yet. I mean, to a subdivision of David Geffen that has nothing to do with anything though. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. So so then you know uh it's because of all this gimmickiness that gimmickiness that gimmickiness. uh of this music video that he i guess this is why he like gets away from doing anything like kind of poppy fun cool like that for Pink- for pinkerton Blech. well yeah he goes to uh college in between right so he goes to fucking uh harvard so what happens is okay so the album blows up uh, and it goes certified gold in December when it gets released. By January of '95, it's platinum. Mm-hmm. So now they're fucking huge. And I would say of the album too, the album is like a masterpiece. Like, oh, from front to end, it's like it's debatable. People will say Pinkerton or the Blue Album yeah. is the best album, but they're oh, they're both it's debatable fucking to amazing. Say the though. Blue Album is the best album, and to start your career with your best mm-hmm. material is kind of hard, you know. I mean, there's a couple people that do that though. Oh, there's a lot of bands that do that. Yeah. And it's crazy because everybody thought of Weezer. I remember being a kid and thinking of Weezer. They were sort of that one-hit wonder kind of thing. Uh, did you? I was a fan, and I stayed basically yeah. since they started. Like, mm-hmm. I was into uh, Pinkerton. Well, I didn't own the CD because I didn't have money to buy CDs, but I bought it. Like, 98, maybe? Yeah, I got Pink- into Pinkerton after the fact, too. You know? Yeah, like 98, 99, I think I got it. But, um, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Immediately. So now, because the band is so popular, they're featured. Their songs are featured, or or the song Suzanne is featured in Mallrats. Oh, it's such a good song. Yeah, it is a good song, and such a bad movie. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I thought it was good. Rewatch it and then judge if you. No, it's well, a pretty bad movie. Yeah. yeah, there's New Jersey connection. Yeah, there's yeah, there's our Jersey connection. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and they're also featured on the Angus soundtrack. Oh yeah, the fat kid with feelings. We all feel that. Yeah. They need more fat kids with feelings, Luis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, self-aware fat kids. As a, <laughs> yeah, self-aware fat kids, exactly right. Depressed self-aware fat kids. <laughs> we need that story again. Oh, they're uh, the best. So Buddy Holly's so popular that uh, I see here <laughs> they're featured on the Windows 95 operating yeah, system. Did you, did you see this? Weezer's now in the Windows 95 operating. What are you, a stand-up comedian from the 80s? <laughs> uh, did you hear this? Weird stuff. <laughs> Wild stuff. So yeah, that seems perfect though, because they're fucking nerds and yeah. computers are for fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> End of podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh you, oh you faggots out there using computers. Fuck off. You fucks. Yeah. We had the fag alarm. <laughs> fag alarm. <laughs> so. <clears throat> 
So the band is now so popular that Rivers can... How popular are they? <laughs> They're so popular that Rivers can afford his extensive surgery to extend his leg. Oh, that's... <laughs> that funny at all. That's kind of sad. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to be a punchline. You kind of set me up to say it. Right My, that must have been on Letterman when he was uh, <laughs> that weirdo Jenko jean ass. He needed some yogi pants. Because <laughs> he's a yogi. He was... Cut that out. It was an earlier reference when he... It's an earlier reference that got cut out of the show. <laughs> oh, we're cutting the yogi talk out? No. His mom was a yogi. <laughs> yogi Bear was his mother or something. I forgot that already, this episode. <laughs> so he gets this ex- leg extension surgery. <laughs> How do you extend a leg? Don't they just I... cut some off the <laughs> other one? <laughs> Wouldn't that be easier? Oh, my God, that's fucking great. I didn't even think of that. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> the doctor's like, well, here are your options. We can take a little <laughs> off the top of the other one. It's going to be a lot cheaper, <laughs> a lot easier for us. <laughs> oh, 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 man, we're laughing because it's true. <laughs> uh, that's not funny. But so, uh, oh, my God. So it's because he gets this leg. Well, what happens is the way they do is they break oh. a bone and then I guess they stretch it out, and the way it heals, it extends it. It was only two inches they had to extend. Jeez, that's a lot, though. Only, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm, ju- I'm just going to say, uh, uh, apparently, they, it, it could be done. So, jeez, he was standing on like two VHS tapes on the cover of that album for him to be not lopsided. Yeah, the doctor just uh, <laughs> strapped a whole bunch of phone books to one foot. <laughs> VHS tapes. VSH of VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so mean. <laughs> so uh, because of the surgery, he spends a lot of 1995 in hospitals and on painkillers while they're on tour. So he, every time they go places, he's like, he has to get his leg checked up. He has to rest this thing. He's on a lot of painkillers at the time. and That's why Pinkerton's probably so good. I think so, actually. See, we got to get Rivers fucked up on drugs. Now, so he maybe he can make good. About drugs, yeah, but he's a fucking turd. He doesn't smoke hash pipes and fucking dope noses. He ain't blowing shit. Unless it's fucking little boys at pieces. Oh, piece of my shit. God, that's getting cut out. <laughs> Too soon, Von <laughs> Unless he wants to spacey everyone. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Rivers, um... Rivers is crazy for spacey. So now that spacey crazy. Now that again. he's, like, starting to dislike this newfound stardom... Uh, he's they're on tour and they're in I, I think it's Boston but he takes a trip up to Harvard typical and enrolls there oh my god yeah. and I think he 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 enrolled with an essay that he wrote about his disillusion disillusionment I hope that's a word with uh, the music industry and then uh, they're about to hit denied and then they saw his bank account and they're like oh well we'll hold on <laughs> They saw his uh, thick glasses, and they're like, well, he is. And they saw his right. gimpy leg, and they're like, oh, shit, this guy is. Yeah, this guy's Stephen Hawkins crazy. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so, then, uh, so then, yeah, he, uh, he goes to Harvard, and <laughs> while he's at school, Matt Sharp and Patrick Wilson start the electric poppy band. The, the Rentals. Yeah. I, I didn't listen to any of the rentals. Are they good? Uh, yeah, I got a couple of their albums. Um, their first album's pretty good. It's all like kind of samey. It's very moogy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, but it's poppy. It's Weezer with moogs, basically. Same okay. fucking thing. All right, so kind of um, like the cars in Weezer. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Makes perfect sense. Um, their touring singer, did that say anything about that, her? Who they had on their touring? No, who was it? It was Maya Rudolph. Oh, shit. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> no. Yeah. She was in the rentals. That's pretty good. I, I didn't even know she played music, to be honest. I think she sang. She's like backup singer or something, or just okay. sang. Because there's a lot, there's a girl songs on there, too. Like a girl sings. Oh, cool. A lot. But I don't know who they got on the album or. That's pretty cool, actually. I know yeah. she's not on the album, though. She was touring. Oh, she only toured with them. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so then, while Cuomo is at school, he uh, he's getting more introverted, and he spends most of his time. I find this funny, too. He's actually living in a dorm at Harvard, and he's a rock star. So, that makes me fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. But it's also what uh, Good Life's about. Yeah, that he that and he, the pain with him being all gimpy. Right. I was gonna say uh, he he's writing a lot of songs about his experience. He's also, I think, celibate while he's at school. Hey, I'll buy a bit if he sells a bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Wait a second. No, I forgot. Never mind. So, yeah, while he's at school, he spends most of the time in the dorm. Typical. Because he well, I mean, he got leg ext- extension surgery. He can't really walk around. And he, this is where, and he's writing a lot of music while he he's there. I would think, right? And he also grows out a beard, mm. so he can blend with the rest of the students on campus. He, I think it was in, uh, except he was like thirty five, and they were all eighteen. <laughs> no, he's so. like twenty four, <laughs> I think, at this point. Yeah, but he he said that he remembers walking. He'd have been twenty five if he was born in seventy, because this was ninety five. Yeah, 96. so twenty five, twenty five. So he he said that he with the beard. He would walk around and see kids with Weezer shirts on, and they wouldn't even recognize him. That's because they saw him with a beard, and they knew he went to his school, and they were like, oh, my God, i got to go throw this shirt on. Like, oh, my God, he's walking by us. I just see him standing by. Hey, hey you guys listen to Weezer? <laughs> you're a pretty good rock band. Hey, you guys, you guys should listen to him. He's handing out stickers <laughs> with a beard. I'm like, thanks, old man. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll give him a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, they might be playing a show at the choirs. <laughs> you guys checking out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just all shy and introverted. So he's going to school for classical comp- uh, composition. Typical. Of course. And he actually auditions for the Harvard Radcliffe Collegium Musicum Chorus. And they don't accept him. They don't accept him. <laughs> and then around this time, he realized he doesn't really enjoy contemporary classical music. <laughs> As you and shouldn't. And he starts to miss Weezer. Aww. Aww he misses it blanky Weezy. <laughs> and he plans to write uh, a second album for Weezer now, and it's a space rock-themed uh, rock opera called Songs from the Black Hole. Hell yeah. And it's inspired by Madam Butterfly. Ugh. Mm. No, this, uh, this, uh, the Alone Sessions 1, Rivers Cuomo Alone Sessions Volume 1, mm-hmm. um, out of, I believe, 3. Uh, this has a lot of those songs on it. Cool. Uh, no. No, they're not. Cool. <laughs> they're not that cool. <laughs> they're not Pinkerton at all. Okay. Um, there's some slight Pinkerton this you could see in some parts. Like Why Bother is a mm-hmm. song in the background of one. Oh, that's my. Uh, that's maybe my second favorite song off of Pinkerton. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good song. So he drops out of school and he drops Adderall. He drops Adderall. Yeah. Drops acid and starts feeling. 
feelies. Uh, <laughs> oh, the feelies. They got a. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That first right, album looks like the feelies, which was like 79 or. Did they do that on purpose? 80. I don't. They had to have almost. Because they kind of sound album? like the, like an early 70s-ish, like late 70s. For those I mean. unfamiliar, the band, the feelies are from like the early 70s. And from New Jersey, second thing. Oh, yeah. And the album cover is is, is almost identical to. That's just album. like not as dark a blue. Mm-hmm. It's a lighter blue and just a couple of nerds standing there. Yeah, just like we are. Feeling feelings. Mm-hmm. Hey, the feelies. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. So he drops out of Harvard. The He drops out of Harvard, and this rock opera he's writing eventually becomes Pinkerton. Mm-hmm. So he's got enough material. So it's nine, only ten songs. Yeah, it's only ten songs. Yeah, the first two albums are 20 songs. Yeah. Together, you know? That's really all you need to go into. And he... That's another thing about Rivers, too, is he writes a lot of fucking music that doesn't get released. Absolutely. He never stops writing songs. He's got to have thousands and Mm -hmm. thousands of songs. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like one of those things where people are like, how does Tupac keep releasing music? It's like because he probably never stopped making it, you know? He just, yeah, said some words and they took it into rap. Yeah. He didn't need to do the beats or anything. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And so... Yeah, he hooks up the band and Pinkerton. Overall, I would say it's like an album really about just his isolation at school, his sexual frustration because he's celibate. And the album is released in 96 to just god-awful reviews. Everybody just hates the album, right? And yeah, Rolling Stone... What do they say? It's the worst album of 1997. <laughs> yeah, that was one of Fuck the things. Rolling Stone. They don't but know. then what did they say in like, what was it, 2000... 2002... They say, oh, no, we were wrong. Oh, yeah, we were Just wrong. Like they do it's 30, yeah. what is it? It's on top fucking, like, 50 greatest albums of all time. It's voted 16th greatest album of all time. There you go, 16th. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Jesus From Christ. worst of 2006. Man, I guess uh, the other uh, 15 came out in 1996 as well. Yeah. For that to be the worst. And those were the only releases in 96. And they all happen to make the best albums of Rolling Stone's mind. Mm, fuck Rolling Stone, though. They get everything wrong. Everything wrong. Every single time. They always have to go back and be like, no, we were wrong about Led Zeppelin. No, we were wrong about... I think maybe they said they were wrong about The Doors, but I'm like, no, you guys were right about The Doors the first time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they said The Doors were awesome the first time. Rich, there you go. Uh, nah, nah, don't even bother Googling it. I don't care what Rolling Stone has to say. Oh. A couple cool songs of note couple on cool. the couple cool. Some songs of note from Pickerton. Why bother? Fucking awesome song. Cross the sea. The good life. About how you were saying it's about River's leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right, it's a song about his leg. Uh, El Scorcho and Pink Triangle. All, all. I mean, the whole album, front to back, I would definitely recommend to people. It's fucking good. Yeah. You know? It's different than what you would expect from Weezer, but it's uh, yeah. For me, it's like a little heavier, a little bit darker, like. It's good. And slower at times. And slower, yeah. Uh, but because... Yeah, they just don't do shit for fucking years afterwards. Yeah, so what happens is, like, Cuomo, they have a huge hit with the Blue Album. This album doesn't do so great. And it re- it was them producing it, too. So they had full control, and the media just kind of slammed them, you know? So... They do a tour to promote the album, and then after the tour, the band goes on hiatus, right? So, yeah, now Cuomo kind of is saying fuck the band again, and he goes back to Harvard. Typical. Yeah. And he starts a few side projects, uh, one called Homie. Who? With Matt Sharp, Greg Brown of the band Cake, 
Yuval Gabay of Soul Coughing, and the the group actually recorded a song for the American Girls soundtrack. And it's a pretty good song. It just sounds like a cake soul coughing Weezer song. Like I, <laughs> All right. I, I was listening to him. Like, I, you know, this is this is okay. It's kind of poppy, but it's all right, you know. And who's singing? The guy from Cake? No, it's uh, Cuomo. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. The name of the song is American Girls, and it's for the '98 film Meet the Deedles. Oh, Meet the Deedles. Yeah, with uh, our dead homie. Who's that? A guy from uh, Fast and Furious. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, Paul Walker. There you go. Paul Walker. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> no, it's not. That's getting no, cut not. the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> uh, and he also has another band in 97, uh, the Rivers Cuomo band. Oh. Future Weezer bassist Mikey Welsh. Oh. Yeah, so Mikey Welsh. That's where he met him because he's from Boston. Yeah, I think he's from Boston, so he met him while he's at school. Uh, Sharp goes back to fronting the band The Rentals. And Pat Wilson has another side project, and he is now in The Special Goodness. Yeah, I think it's all him. Just him singing, him playing, all that. And Yeah, because he has rotating people coming in and out. At one point, he gets another future Weezer bassist, Scott Schreiner. Ooh, there you go. in the band, who at the time was playing bass for Ice Vanilla. And is this when he, he had the... Playing, he was playing bass for Vanilla Ice's band. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, but yeah. was this before or after? Was he the dog face boy or was he the built the rich <laughs> brother, Scott Steiner? Wait. Oh, Scott Steiner was Papa Pump. So Papa Pump. So they got Papa Pump to yeah, be Papa play bass? Papa Pump to play bass. Damn, yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, so I love she... it when you call me Big Papa Pump. Oh, my God. And then uh, Brian is also working on a side project called. Who gives a fucks? Project. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's just called Space Twins. Yeah, who gives a yeah? And it's like it's I, it's just whatever. It's, it's all their side projects are like okay. Yeah, not so great. Right? Yeah. So '98 Rivers disbands Homie, so he just gets rid of this old coughing guy and all that right off the bat. Lighter lasers. And he moves back to LA to work on some Weezer demos. Uh, and I guess he's working with Bell and Wilson out in California. But the sessions are really unproductive, so Cuomo goes full emo. There you go. <laughs> and he paints the walls, the ceiling, <laughs> black in his apartment, and he blacks out all the... Oh, Typical. So fucking emo, dude. <laughs> like, come on, dude. And you'd think a great, dark album would come out of this. You would think so, right? And so then he said also... I don't know how this is possible. And this time he further... Or he got a stronger appreciation for pop music when he was in this dark emo. It makes sense world. from what's uh, here lying yeah, out. Coming, from... Yeah, coming out from there. Uh, the so '99 ba- pop music. So you're talking like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and shit. I'm guessing. Yes. Well, yeah, '98, '99, somewhere in there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah he's so yeah, talking boy bands Boys. and shit. So yeah, he Hanson, probably is maybe? listening to that. That's really interesting. Uh, the band also kicks sharp. So out. he was into things thirteen-year-olds were into. Interesting. <laughs> okay, we're starting uh, to get something here. Yeah, I think you might have a. I, I I had a conspiracy about the band. It's not very good, but uh, that might be a better one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. He wants to just impress thirteen-year-old girls. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> uh, okay. So the <laughs> band. Um, <laughs> The band kicks Sharp out, but Sharp says they he didn't get kicked out. Yeah, they're they're both going. Like oh no no no! I'm sorry. Uh, the band says Sharp quit 
to to join the rentals. Yeah, because he just stopped like fucking right. with them, and so yeah. I guess he'd take that as quit. So there's like a back and forth, like yeah. So the band was like, um, fuck. It doesn't seem like they get along at the yeah. Anymore. He's kind of a, a a prima donna sharp. He's, Is he? Yeah, he's kind of like that. Mm, I, I mean, I guess I could see that. Uh, Wilson leaves to go back. Oof. Wilson leaves to go back to his home in Portland, and the rest of the band stays behind and they play two club dates with a replacement drummer uh, with a replacement drummer under the name Goat Punishment mm. and they just play I guess Nirvana and Oasis covers <laughs> makes sense these kinda... <laughs> are playing Nirvana and Oasis covers so the conspiracy that I've read about Rivers Cuomo is that when Kurt Cobain faked his death he turned himself into Rivers Cuomo <laughs> and started Weezer <laughs> which I shot down instantly because it's like Kurt Cobain plays guitar on this side of his body. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo plays on this side of the body. He was teaching himself. And also, Rivers Cuomo has, like, you know, a history, you know, a brother. Yeah. Uh, not a heroin problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. But <laughs> Plus, uh, Kurt Cobain didn't have any gimpy legs, did he? Mm-hmm. He just had a gimpy personality. Oh, here we go. So 2000, the new Weezer lineup of Cuomo, Wilson, Bell, and Welsh. Ooh, Mikey Welsh. Band now. They play Fuji Rock Festival in Japan, which rejuvenates the band. It's because the band's been on hiatus since 96 at this point. And I guess they get enticed to go play the show, and it kind of kickstarts their career. Kickstart my heart! Because right after they finish the festival, they go on Warp Tour. And the band starts to perform 14 new songs while on tour, and only one is featured on the Green Album. Oh, boy. So because none of the songs that they've been playing on the tour end up on the album, the fans start a petition demanding the release of the studio album. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's just funny because it's like you go and you play. I kind of remember that happening, too, like uh, back then people getting upset that they were playing all these songs that didn't end up on the fucking album. Um, I don't remember hearing any of that. Yeah. Uh, so then the, the Green Album is finally released, and they try to go back to their sound of the Blue Album because they have Rico Kasich. Yeah, they get him back, but uh, they don't. Yeah, they don't recapture no. what it was. This is just poppy fucking quick songs that are just a formulated... That are like, this is how it starts, this is the chorus, this is the and burst, this is the exactly bridge, this is the, the chorus, this is yep. the burst. Uh, and every song starts with a fade-in, like, oh my god, no dynamics on the album. No. And it's just a kind of... Dull. dull. It's a dullard. We got dullard on our hands! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so in I my would... eyes, it was a real bomb. Ugh. <laughs> Should have done that Pinkerton. Forgot I had that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I have an I like I have a theory here that he try to go he tries to go so just generic pop here because Pinkerton was his baby that he produced and he did all this stuff and then he's just like oh everybody hates me so I got to go do this thing. yeah pushes his glasses closer to his <laughs> eyes and paints the walls black. He went to he went to Benjamin Moore and was like, "What kind of black like says that you're a failure and everyone hates you and you just want to be by yourself for a while? Maybe write some rock opera songs." And the guy's like, "Speak up!" 
Speak up or get the fuck out. <laughs> so he had to just use garbage bags, and he just put garbage bags around his room, so it's real shiny. Everyone pushes me around. It's hard to be rivers. <laughs> so, yeah, the album it just isn't doing... I, it does really well, the green album. It does, yeah, it does really well. Um, it's it's got hash pipe, which I still like. Um, yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. it's not my best, not my favorite by any means. But it's it's listenable. It's like Weezer. It's whatever. It's good, you can like, listen to it. It's like if you're at a background. Pool, yeah. Background. If you're at a pool or a barbecue or something kind of music. Yeah. Like, gener- or uh, if you're walking into like Sharper Edge, maybe or something. Sharper Image, you mean? Or a Sharper Image. Yeah. I don't want to walk into no Sharp, sharp Edge. edge. <laughs> it sounds dangerous. Yeah. Also off that album is Island in the Sun. Ugh. And weird thing about that video is, so I guess they're going to. Originally, like you were okay. saying, they don't want anything to do with the sweaters. They didn't want anything to do with an island or sun. Gotcha. And that's what they said in the, uh, the original video, which was at a Mexican wedding. Well, I mean, why not just go for the easy thing and just do it, you know? Because you're Weezer. You got to be rivers. got to be different. Well, instead of an island and a sun, I know it's <laughs> yeah, the name. Yeah, it's just like, Let's go all home. right, fine, fine. Let's play with baby animals. <laughs> that was a good call. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was good. Thank like you. It was pretty good. So, yeah, so they have to, rec- what, record a second one then, right? Yeah, for some reason, I don't know why they made a second one. I guess it was a bigger hit, and they wanted a better video, I guess. Because this next video did better, the Baby Animals one. So they're looking for Matt Welsh. and Where'd he at? And nobody can find him. He Where just, he at? <laughs> he just disappears and checks himself into a psych hospital. Oh, boy. I I mean, what's do you have any insight on that? Like, what's the deal with that guy? Like, he just couldn't take the fame. Like, just woke up one day and was all like, oh, I thought that was more kookier than uh, <laughs> yeah, that was on the head. No, yeah, he uh, he just kind of <laughs> just went a little nuts. We all do sometimes. <laughs> all all rivers and no play makes Maddie a dull band. <laughs> yeah, makes Maddie a psycho. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Matt goes to a psych goes to a psych ward, and Wilson gets uh, Scott Schreiner to take over on bass. And Scott Schreiner was in special goodness with Pat Wilson at one point. Sorry, no, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny because he looks like he's the only member of Weezer that doesn't look like he'd be in Weezer. No, Scott Schreiner. Yeah, he's got. He looks like he he like works on like. Cars. cars, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there you go, you know. He's uh, American Restoration, yeah, yeah, straight out of with the fake gold tooth and everything. Yeah, like, he like works on chop. He's like a West Coast. Or he's trying to sell you a used fucking lemon. Yeah, I got a great deal for you. Yeah. He's like a gold tooth, slicked back, <laughs> greaser hair. And, like, yeah, a sleazy used car salesman kind of guy. <laughs> That's fucking pretty good. Uh, so then, 2002, the band goes back to the studio to record a follow up to the Green album, and this is. Maletois. <laughs> yeah, that's how I think he said it's supposed to be said. Maletois. Maletois. C'est mon nouvel album. Now, do you know what uh, that means? I have no fucking idea. Oh, I thought maybe it was a French word. I thought maybe I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I would think like that's how you would pronounce it. Cuisson. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, this one's got some big hits, too, unfortunately, because yeah. this one I like even less. This is m- not my least favorite, but... So the interesting ab- thing about this, too, is that the album allows the fans to download the songs off their website. Yeah, and then give them 
reaction give, give to what I was saying. Re- yeah, exactly. So it's funny because so they record all these demos for Maladroit and they release them and they get no constructive feedback whatsoever. It's just all stuff like that song's gay. <laughs> like, oh, that one's good. So then the gap. How could it be both gay and good? <laughs> yeah, that's what Rivers was saying. Losing their mind. I don't get it. <laughs> you like it or hate it? Yeah. Tell me what you want. <laughs> Would the Nickelodeon crowd be into this? <laughs> so after a whole bunch of debates about what songs are going to get chosen for the album, they pick their own damn fucking mind on songs. Well, the group delegates the song selection to. Their A and R rep, who later stated that the fans picked the wackest songs out of the selection. Wow, I can only imagine what they sounded like if those were the good ones. Yeah. So then, Gone Fishing was the golden nugget out of them. Yeah. Yeah, boy. So the label pulls all the MP3s off the website, and the fans again stage a brief protest (laughs) called Free Maladroit. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it's if just, I was Weezer then, I'd be like, go fuck yourselves. How's that? <laughs> yeah, why? Out of your minds? Would, we give you a free album, then we stop giving you it, and now you're going to bitch? Go fuck yourself. You should have gotten one of those free, stupid. <laughs> That's actually really They didn't take it off your computer. <laughs> yeah. If you're a real fan, you would have gotten it the first day. So go fuck yourselves. Fair enough, dude. Actually, fair said, enough. Said the new Scott Schreiner, and that's why they got him, so he could talk shit, because no one else was speaking up. Scott Schreiner's the tough-looking Weezer guy, so it's just like, go tell those fans what's up right now. (laughs) Your Motorhead t-shirt. Are you fucking tools making fun of Weezer? (laughs) Oh, I don't think so. He gives them nuggies. (laughs) He's a noogie giver. Look at him. He looks like he gives nuggies. Oh, hey, pal, we're out of free MP3s. I just got nuggies. I'm with these nerds Weezer right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're making some gay tunes. looks like what he would say. <laughs> right, right. We don't want to accuse him, though. Yeah. Um, so Matt Sharp is back in the picture and sues Weezer, claiming <laughs> that they owe him money for his contributions to songs released without him, and they settle out of court. Which yeah. means he was probably right, you think? Yeah, probably. Usually when they settle out of court, it's just like, okay, just don't tell anybody. <laughs> just stop taking credit for the green I album. mean, if they made Cropper sit on 60 wrong s- sausages, yeah. <laughs> they're going to make this guy sit on it, too. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I had something there. It just kind of got away from me. Yeah. Like how in Happy Days, they used to say sit on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, maybe. There you go. Yeah, okay. Bring it, a, There's bring a it Happy it Days connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking turds. <laughs> so uh, they released the songs Keep Fishing and Dope Nose the singles. Uh, how does Dope Nose go again? Oh, oh. Yeah, that's a that's an okay song. Yeah. Uh, and then what's the other one that, that that's off of that album? Slob. Keep Fishing. Keep, Keep Fishing. Fishing. Yeah. Uh, as an album. Burnt Jam. I got. I got. Oh, that that song's pretty cool. Actually. That song ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, Maladroit as an album, I like it. I think it's pretty. It's got a couple good ones, but better than the Green Album. I think that if they just took the songs from the Green Album and then took the songs from this album and had just released yeah. one album, yeah, that would have been good. That would. And really this is when good. they start doing it like every year, almost like yeah. every once in a while, they just go on tears for just years of yeah. bad music, and you're like. Just take those four years instead of making four albums and make one good one with each one. Totally agree. Two of the, each song. Something. Totally fucking agree. Something. I don't know. What am I? <laughs> <a> Weezer <laughs> historian? Yeah. 
So a couple songs to note off of that album. I like the song uh, Death and Destruction, which is one of their slower songs on that one. Yeah. But that's a good song. Uh, American Gigolo, which American opens Gigolo, up. Yeah. It's like metal sounding in the beginning. Like, I, liked, I like the drums in that. I used to mm-hmm. practice with those beginning. Yeah, you kind of hear some of his metal sensibility on this album. And also I like the song Possibilities, which is a really good one. So 2003 to 2004, the band's, again, just recording a shitload of deno- demos and with the intention that Rick Rubin's going to produce them. Ooh. And again, they released the demos online, <laughs> and the fans love the new material, and none of the demos end up on the album. <laughs> so what is Weezer's fucking problem? Uh, right? It's just like, like... Wait, the fans like this? No, we can't do it. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, we're getting positive feedback? Scrap it. Scrap it. <laughs> we need to piss these fucking people yeah. off. I think Weezer... These peasants I think Rivers, don't know Weezer's real songs. I think Rivers really just wants to get back at his fans, maybe. Mm. Like, oh, you uh, he got famous too quick or something, and now he's holding this resentment against all his fans. So maybe. now he wants to mm. destroy them and make them like him just so they could bring them down now or something. Cause he is a psychopath. Yeah, kind of, because he's giving them what they... <laughs> You know, he he's giving them what they want. He's but, teasing them. But instead, he's just like, yeah, I'm going to release all these pop songs mm-hmm. that nobody likes. Oh, well, this song sounds good. Let's hear the worst lyrics you'll ever hear in your life. Yeah, right, right. So this is also the time that Rivers is getting into meditation, too. Yeah, he gets really into it. Yeah. Well, gets, I mean, he goes celibate again. Yeah, he goes celibate for two years. And this really comes on the advice of Rick Rubin, of course. And Rick Rubin, the Zen master. He probably just didn't want to work with him. He's like, oh, you got to get Zen for a couple years. Like, yeah, get me some good songs I could work with. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, I guess so. But So they work on the album, uh, what is it, Make Believe? Mm-hmm. And they re- release it 2005 to mix reviews. Yeah. People, I guess they didn't really like that. I didn't like the, anything off of this album. I hate Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like a lot of the others. I like uh, a lot of the songs on this album. Okay. It's maybe, yeah, like my third or fourth favorite, maybe. Wow. That's yeah. really impressive. Actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, because when I heard that Beverly Hills song, I'm like, I am that never song listening is garbage, to this. Yeah. I'm never listening to this band again. That just completely... We Are All On Drugs sucks, too. Mm-hmm. That song blows. Which they also um, redid, so it's We Are All On Love, so it can get MTV promotion. Too, are you out of your mind? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. I don't know why MTV would just even make a big deal about that. It's like, you guys already promote every sinful fucking yeah. thing on the planet. God forbid we're all on drugs. Like, we are all 16 and pregnant. That'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, no, that's totally wholesome. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so the album does go platinum for fucking some reason, which is insane to me. Like, I again, this might be what you were saying before, 13-year-old girls. Beverly like, Hills. Beverly Hills. Yeah, you know, that was a big, like, kids movie. Kids bop. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's definitely a kids bop song, mm-hmm. yeah. But then he also has the we're on drugs. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mixed messages here. Just keep it one one spot, Rivers, please. So Cuomo also earns his uh, degree at Harvard, but he gets it in English and not Cuomo. So now I can speak really well. <laughs> now I could explain to you why you're all idiots <laughs> in ways you don't understand. <laughs> and then... 2006, Beverly Hills uh, loses Best Rock Song at the Grammys. As it should. 2007, they begin to write uh, their next album with Rubin, and now they become a little bit more experimental. Ooh, you hear it in this one. Oh, yeah. Longer than usual traditional songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
808 drums, mm-hmm. like, which I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then, <laughs> what do you feel about the greatest man uh, to ever live? I don't know what that is. Oh, that song uh, on that album. Yeah, it's like a different. I don't know if I like, know that one actually. Yeah. It's like trying to be Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's. Oh, okay. But like it's uh, very flaunty of oh. him. Okay. But it's almost, uh, I guess, ironic in a way, but I can't tell if he's being serious or ironic about him being the greatest man that ever lived. Yeah, and River, yeah, he's just so introverted and so, like, in every interview, like, that voice that you keep doing for uh, for Rivers, that's exactly what he sounds like. He just doesn't want to talk to people, mm-hmm. and he's, like, looking away, and he's really shy. He's, like, shoegazing the whole time, you know? Yeah, funny stuff. So, yeah, 2007, they, they are writing with Ruben still. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a longer traditional song. There's also rapping on this album. Yeah, that's in... Uh... Is this the Little Wayne? No, that's the greatest man that ever lived. It's kind of rapping. Mm-hmm. He's, he's... Oh, that's the greatest man that... Yeah. yeah. starts off. Because I read of. that there was rap on this, and I just saw that. I'm like, uh, yeah. nah, I'm not going to listen to it's Weezer It's just rap, him kind of... But this is what, then you just don't care. I'll be sitting in your underwear. Uh... You do the this, and I do the that. Then come over here, we'll break your back. Stuff like that. So it's not really rapping. <laughs> it's just like that. Like, you know, stupid. It's like spoken word. It's really... No, but I like that song. I, so that's why I don't consider it rap. And the other thing I read about the album, too, is that they have all the members writing on this album. So yeah, they, not, they, not only writing, they're singing. Oh, well, They all shit. sing okay, a song, cool. I didn't see that. which is crazy. First time he allowed them out of their cages <laughs> to do anything. Yeah. It's not just the Rivers Band now, guys. Little Rivers Band. Yeah. <laughs> um... The label, so the label's not really happy with the production of the album, and they re-record some songs with producer Jackknife Lee. Mm. Rich, can you see who Jackknife Lee is? Because I did not look that up. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I guess there was a lot of thing where I think I was reading that Ruben wasn't even like showing up during this album stuff. So he was just yeah. Just... A lot of times he just like lays on the couch. They they were kind of saying this in Anthony Kiedis's book when he was working with Ruben. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he'll just lay there and kind of seem lazy and just be like, yeah, I don't know, and not give like an input and um, even slip part not, of his process. Slipknot even said during uh, Volume Three, their album, uh, he was just like kind of not there a lot because he's mm-hmm. doing so much stuff. He could only be cause he's producing a bunch of shit at the same oh, time. Right, right, right. So who the fuck knows? Not sure that. Richie, who, who do you... Let me, think, let me see here. Thank you. All right, so Jack Knife Lee produced The Cars. Oh, there you uh, go. U2, R.E.M., The Makes Killers, sense. Robbie Williams, Snow Patrol, Block Party, AFI. Huh. Taste Yeah. Taste Way. Taylor Swift. Oh. That's a good name for Taylor Swift, though. That's a good one, Richie. Coin that shit. Is coin that thing like... No, never mind. <laughs> uh, that was a dumb joke. Uh, that's getting cut out anyway. So, uh, so then 2008 Red Album is released. Yeah, I like it. It's uh, certain songs are goofy and dumb in spots. Yeah, it's got pork and beans, which yeah. is, I, I actually like that song. I like that I'm song like, a lot okay, too. That's a pretty good song. Yep. Uh, they get a Grammy uh, nomination for Pork and Beans, and it win- wins. Best short form music video? Yeah, it was all memes. The video. Oh, that's that's the video. Okay, yeah. They're all just doing internet memes at the time. The right, they take all the internet. In right, so all Star the internet memes. Yeah, and they're all singing the words, mm-hmm. doing the funny thing that they do on the internet yeah. kind of thing. It's kind of like you know, in ten years when we'll be on a Weezer video. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're doing 
funny things on the internet. Hold for edit. Hold for edit. Uh, yeah, um, they have a Hootenanny tour I saw. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is the Weezer the Hootenanny tour. Hooey! And this is where the fans bring their own instruments and jam with the bands. Yep. Weird. Yeah. Fucking weird, man. It's, it's cool. It is cool. Like, do you just go and you're sitting in the crowd and playing whatever you want with them? I think this is this is also why they're so they have such a rabid fan base is because the band is crazy interactive with their fans. Like, uh, coming up, we got something about the Weezer Cruise, <laughs> but when I went, the instrument I brought was this uh, little. This is what I played the whole time, and they kicked me out of the show within oh, no, ten minutes. No way! Yeah. <laughs> Just kept playing that over and over through your fucking megaphone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they just uh, they said I was distracting people. Like, this guy brought a fucking banjo. Yeah. This guy brought a didgeridoo. Yeah, so this they... guy's playing with my girlfriend's feet. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so they do this hootenanny tour. Uh, but, yeah, uh, no, speaking of, like, they're very interactive with their fans because, you know, they do cruises with their fans I saw that Rivers... They do sleepovers with their fans. Kind of, because Rivers Cruise, a good one, Richie, like that. Uh, I saw this thing where Rivers would just say something on Twitter, like, I'm going to be at this coffee shop, people come meet me. Oh, boy. Yeah, and then... He's like Tyler Durden. Kind of, because then I saw this interview where he's like, you know, I'm just meeting people on the internet, you know. Yeah, he has like a date. He's got a dating site, and it says, like, not for dating. Tinder... Yeah, he's on Tinder for not dating. I'm yeah. like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. His wife knows about it. He's got a wife and two kids around this time. Right. He gets married and has pops a couple out. Mm. So then in 2009, they release Ratitude. Ugh. And the title was suggested by Rain Wilson of The Office. Yeah. We shouldn't have taken his fucking... Uh, so I, much wrong with that see, album. you know what happened with Weezer to me? It's like, they're kind of like The Offspring... Yeah, you know, absolutely. Where the offspring started off punk, then they kind of started doing like grunge, and then they went full like pretty fly for a white yeah. guy. This is like what they're doing. They just yeah, it uh, that's what I was saying before. I uh, was driving home. I had a shitty job. I was in a shitty relationship. I was driving down to my parents' house. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stop at CD World, pick up new Weezer album. Mm-hmm. And I go, and CD World is fucking closed <laughs> for good. And right. I was like, you gotta be. So I go over to the Coconuts, and I buy this fucking album, mm-hmm. and I listen to it, and I get to track four. And I'm just like, this sucks the whole time. Like, this is boring and generic. First song's all right. right. If you want me to, then you want me to, or some shit. And then it just gets to fucking track four. Can't stop the partying. Ugh. Where that is where That's the rap song. comes in. Yeah. yeah Little Wayne comes in and oh. uh, the first time the word fuck is mentioned in a Weezer song. Which also is weird, and yeah. taking pills and pharmaceuticals. Gotta stop mixing alcohol with pharmaceuticals. That's what the line is. Yeah, thirteen year old girl girls. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Lil Wayne in two thousand nine, thirteen year old girls. Uh also two thousand nine Rivers crashes his tour bus As he should. Oh Jesus, because they <laughs> slip on black ice. He only breaks his leg. Oh, jeez. Oh, he only breaks his ribs. <laughs> oh, I was going to say his gimpy leg? No, he paid so much for it. No, but his leg is fine. Fuck. Oh. Ah, jeez. And then Geffen releases them from their contract, and they sign with uh, Epitaph. Yeah, Epitaph. Uh, Epitaph. That's the Offsprings label they made them. Oh, that's really interesting, yeah, actually. They are. That's pretty funny. 2010, 
Hurley is Ugh. released, and that's a pretty bad album. This one's just as bad. It doesn't have Lil Wayne rapping, but it's just as fucking bad. There's a couple of all right songs, but uh, Dr. Luke produced a lot of them, who uh, is famous for raping Kesha. He's that producer that did that to her and still stuck in the contract with them. So um, that's what we are working with on this Weezer album, yeah. that he wrote a bunch of songs on it. And it also has Jorge Garcia's face as the cover. And if you don't know who that is, uh, he played Hurley on the show Lost. Yeah, and they just <laughs> used his character's name. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, it, the album cover is literally just this big fucking face, Ugh. and that's it. I'm like, I okay. Oh, cool. it's more of a disgusting album cover than Maladroit. So, 2011, Mikey Welsh dies of a drug overdose. Oh, yeah, this is a crazy story. Yeah, why don't you tell the story, because we... Uh, we oh. He, um... <laughs> he tweets out next weekend, and then he puts the date. I think it was, like, September 25th. I'm going to Boston. I had a dream that I'm going to die in my sleep. And then he tweets after that. I meant the weekend after next. Ooh. And then that next weekend, he dies in his sleep. That is fucking weird. Yeah, it's. Uh, I have it written down as it was like a heart attack, probably brought down by drugs. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems like he got kind of just out of control. Yeah. Uh, 2012, the band, uh, so this is where they start the Weezer cruise. So there we go. It's funny because Kiss has the Kiss cruise, so you can see they took a little uh, play yeah. out of that book, right? And Peter Kites. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, also that also on the tour or on the cruise with Weezer is Dinosaur Jr. Ooh. Cool. They have that song. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> um, some fun uh, activities on the cruise. Let's hear them. Uh, Cuomo would do readings from his Pinkerton diaries. So then I painted everything black, but then the nerds, they kicked me out of the party because they said I was a weirdo old man. And so so they... Oh, my God. So... He's read. It's funny because he's reading it. I, I watched uh, him reading from his diary, and the lady that does he start every uh, one with "Dear Diary." I, well, I caught it like midway through a reading, and he was saying something like, "And then none of the girls. I couldn't even look at the girls at school when I envisioned in a girl." And then the girl that's filming it goes, "Oh, sweetie." Oh. And right when I say that, right when I saw that, I was just like, oh. you are not a fucking rock star. Oh. You and the cars do not belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Eddie Trunk is I'm fucking con- right. I'm, with, I'm on Eddie Trunk's boat, man. Oh. That's fucked up. What else? What else yeah, is on this so, cruise? So you could also play uh, Shuffleboard with Pat. <laughs> oh, boy. That's well, his. It's a shuffleboard competition. And if you win, you get to hang out with Pat as he judges the last shuffleboard competition. Oh, my God. That sounds so fun. Uh, Val Renewal with Scott, who is the muscle... Hey, do you bitch take this fucking asshole to suck and fuck for the rest of your life? Oh! Now he's introduced Clay. That's it. Okay, you know, I like that. Um, And they have Midnight Movie Night with Brian. Oh, that means lots of movie. I forgot what movie it was. I meant to write it down, but uh, they also have theme nights on there. Uh, You can participate in Ugly Sweater Night. Mm -hmm. Uh... 80s prom night. All right. And fake mustache night. That is all so Weezer of them. Yeah. How Weezer. Oh, that's right. so Weezer. Yeah. 2013. They did play on the cruise though, Pinkerton in its entirety and Blue Album in its entirety. Pretty fucking sweet. That's that would cool. be awesome. So I, that might be worth going on a Weezer cruise if they do that again. Mm. Uh, I think, well, they do. 
a second Weezer cruise in 2014. And Oh, and that's the one that sank and all those people died? No. Ah, oh, too bad. No. Yeah, but Weezer, who else did a cruise? Limp Bizkit, that's right. We were talking about how they Limp Bizkit. They were on cruise? Yeah. Didn't uh, they do metal, that metal? There was like a yeah, metal 80s cru- metal cruise. Someone does cruises. Yes. Practical Joker's cruise. Uh. <sighs> 311 cruise. That's it's smart, man. Lost you know? profits cruise. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> don't bring the kids. No. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, they also released "Everything Will Be All Right in the End" in 2014. Uh, this is everyone said the return of Weezer with this "Everything Will Be All Right in the End." They had these like weird promos playing, like mm-hmm. they'd send out these teasers, and it'd be like old kind of looking footage of like a kid like all sad. Mom would come over. Don't worry, everything will be all right in the end. And it almost seemed like Weezer was going to break up after this album. I read that too. That yeah, there was a lot of rumors that they were. Yeah, and it was like "Eulogy of a Rock Band" Mm. is one of the songs on there. And they're like, "It's the return." And their first song was "Return of the Shack." Mm. It was just supposed to be like, "Hey, we're returning back to how it was." And you listen to it, and you're like, "This what Weezer ever sounded like this?" (laughs) No, they were never boring assholes. Unless you're counting "Return" as being Green Mm. Album, then Mm, yeah, you mm, return mm. to it. But no, you didn't return to the fucking real stuff, you fucks. And then uh, just to wrap up the story here, uh, 2016, they have the White Album. Seven years. Which Can't is... wait till 2023. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2017, just a couple weeks ago, they released uh, Pacific Daydream. So, yeah, it's just interesting to see that this band starts as like this like like metal grunge, alt nerd, whatever the fuck I said before, and then turns into... This just straight up pop band now. Yeah. now they're just straight pop, uh, kind of Beach Boysy sounding. Yeah, want to be with... Beach Boysy? What what are sixteen year old girls like now? Thirteen? Yeah. A Beach Boys? All right, let's do it. Yeah, kind of, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> but now that the story's all all wrapped up, uh, we're gonna we we come to my favorite part of the show: who plays who in the movie. Uh, so, I got a good one for Rivers Cuomo. I think we're thinking of the same one. Should we say it on three? Let's say it on three. One, one two. two. Three. Wait, wait, I'm, now I'm getting fucked up because Rich counted opposite, but we had the same two, so at first I thought we were wrong, then I thought we were doing it right, and then he went back to doing it wrong. So let's do it from three to one, or one to two? One to, to one. three. One to three. One, one two, two, three. three. Woody Allen. No, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, but mine was much older, obviously, because Woody Allen's like fucking 100. Yeah. Mine was Rick Moranis. Oh, that's way better. Yeah. I was like, I I was watching uh, one of the videos where he's. I was just going by creepiness. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but yeah, you were going by physical. That's a good one. I think that Rick Moranis could play him. Also, I think that the guy that played Buddy Holly in the La Bamba video might be able to play him because Lou Diamond Phillips. No, no, that's the guy that played La Bamba. The guy that played uh, Rich. Can you go? Who played um, Buddy Holly in the? You know, because oh, that was um, what's his name? Um, Gary Busey. It was Gary Busey, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rich, who is it? Gary Busey. <laughs> no fucking way. It's Gary Busey, I'm telling you. It's his uh, kid. It is Marshall Crenshaw. No, Gary Busey played him. <laughs> Marshall Crenshaw. Um, so who do you got for, uh, let me see. Mm. Would you look up? Yeah, that that's who's playing Buddy Holly. That's playing Rivers Cuomo. Ooh, ooh, he looks just like Buddy Holly. No, he looks more like Tosh Point oh. He does look like Tosh Point oh, kind of. <laughs> Which energy. Daniel Tosh, I guess you'd yeah. say, not Tosh Point So who do you got for the rest of the guys in the band? Uh, just generic background actors, basically. Just nothing. Pat Wilson, I was... Uh, 
I don't know who who could play Pat Wilson. It's kind of boring. Yeah, he's just like very yeah, like you said, very generic, plopped out kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think, dude? So overall, like going through all the timeline, going through some of this stuff, you're. Would you say you're still a fan of Weezer? You do own what all their albums, pretty much, right? Yeah, basically. Um, if I saw someone wearing a, someone wearing a Weezer shirt um, that just had the logo, didn't have a blue album, or didn't mm-hmm. have Pinkerton, uh, first thing I would think is, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> just thinking they know, because for you to wear a Weezer shirt, you got to like more than just those two albums now. So it's if you're wearing it and promoting it, you're only promoting the bad stuff. So I would say that don't I'm, do it, folks. Don't. Do, I would say I'm only. Uh, a fan of the first two albums. That's it. I, that's the only yeah. thing I would recommend. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd recommend that, and then uh, a couple of random here and there. Yeah, really, you don't need to, because yeah. but full albums, those two. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that kind of wraps up Weezer for us then. And um, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. And yeah, check us out next time. Thank you again. Thanks. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. We hope you enjoy the episode. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Valuable Radio. For more episodes, please check out ValuableRadio.com or just subscribe to us on iTunes. And for those looking to reach out to us directly, please email us at ValuableRadioPodcast at gmail.com.